guys, welcome back to My Opinion and welcome to Women for Women Wednesday. Today I have a super fun guest on the show. Her name is Tal from Tal's Tips. How cute is that, right? I know. <laughs> Tal, welcome to the show. I'm Hello. So yes. yes, I'm so excited to be here. It's really cool because you're on my podcast, now I'm on yours, and I'm just super honored because you know we're talking about women's empowerment on Wednesdays for you, and that's all I talk about. So I'm just super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh my God, it's my pleasure. I had such a blast on your show. I'm so excited for you to be on my show, and yes, all things women empowerment. Like I love Wednesdays. It's so fun. I love having all different types of women on. And like we were chatting about, you know, my demographic, I mean, I have women from all different walks of life that listen, but it's no surprise that the women that tend to listen to my podcast are starting kind of to step into their, their leadership, whether it's the beginning or they're a little more advanced, but they're kind of walking in your shoes, Tal. So I'm really excited to have you on because you're kind of my avatar, yeah, <laughs> which is really yeah. cool, yeah. which is really cool. So I want to start off talking about your podcast and your journey because you recently started this podcast. It hasn't been around a long, long time. And you have a really cute name. Like I know everybody loves your name. Everybody comes to me and they're like, I love my opinion. Well, I love Tal's tips. Oh. So let's tell me the history. Tell me about your podcast. Yeah. So my podcast was really probably the last creation, like my most recent creation, um, from my whole business. So my, my, the umbrella of my business is tells tips, empowerment, coaching. And then underneath that umbrella, I have my coaching programs, which I'll get into. And then my book club, which is my baby. And then the podcast kind of came around near the end of 2020. I want to say like October, November, I started my first episode just because I love talking. I love connecting. We were in a pandemic and it really allowed me that time and that space to create and talk and connect. So that's really what I was looking for. And I've really just started interviewing like every since episode two, I've interviewed someone every single episode. And it's been I don't know if it's just because other people are on it, but I find it so helpful just because if I'm not your cup of tea, the person on there may be, or if I don't have something for you, the person on there, it's definitely going to have something for you. And you just get so much more out of it from two sides, two different perspectives, two different journeys, two stories. So it's just so fun for me and other people listening. I've got great feedback from all of, you know, all of the women on my end who are usually around like 20 to 30 year olds. So it's really cool. Yeah, no, I do. I love interviewing as well. That's why it was so important for me to evolve my podcast as well and not just have the solo because solo, solo podcasting can be a little challenging. So, you know, I wanted to evolve it and do the interviews and I had done that in the past and you're right. It's very enriching for your audience to have all these different perspectives. And it doesn't mean every week is going to be for everybody, but, you know, having someone resonate with them from week to week or different times is really, really cool. So how did you come up with Tal's tips and giving that, I mean, I know it's like alliteration in your name, which I'm a huge fan of, like, where did this come from? So you have this coaching business and then you have the book club, but is that where the name came from? Like, how did you much? Yeah. So I was, I've been really coaching since I was a little girl. Like my mom would always be like, you would literally have girls come over and you would just coach them. 
without knowing it was coaching, but like, I was just a coach. I was just a guidance counselor my whole life. And so finally getting a coaching certification three years ago, um, getting my master's in educational leadership, it kind of all came together where I was like, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm good at. I love people. I love adults. I, you know, really tend to women and empowerment and mindset and just confidence and all of those beautiful things. So it really just came to me. I don't even know the exact time, location, or any conversation I was having. It was just like, I'm Tal and these are my tips. Welcome to Tal's tips. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't even know. And I know it's so cute and adorable, but it's also for a place for me. It's like, that is my brand. That is who I am. And like, everyone that knows me calls me Tal. And I love my name, Talia. It's beautiful. I love it. I used to hate it, but now I embrace it because it's so different. But my family and friends call me Tal. And so creating Tal's tips really is so helpful for me and my clients because they feel like they're a part of my family, a part of my community. So when you call me Tal, I instantly feel that connection with you and I instantly want you in my circle. And so that's where that kind of all comes together for me. I love that. And I connect with you so much on this because no one would ever guess this, but I hated my name growing up. I hated my name because my full name is Maya Farina Roffler. So yes, I'm married, but I have not taken my husband's name because of my brand, because your name is your brand, but I hated my name. There was this cartoon growing up that was Maya the Bee. I don't know if you remember this. I know I'm a little bit older than you, but there was this cartoon out. It was more European and I'm European and people made fun of me because of my name. And I, and my mom used to tell me, you're going to love your name one day. It's beautiful. Well, she was right. It was one of the, one of the times she was right. And now my brand is my name, just like you and your name is beautiful as well. But yeah, it's the same thing. It's your brand. It's so important. And your name is your brand. Like, even if you build a brand, you know, you and I both do women's empowerment, but you know, focusing on brand strategy is something I do. And so your name is a part of your brand, whether it is your brand like us or your, your name is behind it. It is. So that's so important. So I love that you brought that up. That's really important. Yeah. Do you focus on something in particular with your, the coaching that you do? We didn't really talk about this last time. So I'm yeah. glad we're talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. So really it depends on the person, but when we're talking with my, when I'm talking with my clients, they're really all around these three things, which is confidence, relationships, or just mindset. Like they're trying to get over there, making boundaries or trying to get past a certain limiting belief or a limiting thought that's holding them back from becoming who they want to be. And it kind of all encompasses purpose, which is what I teach about. I have a whole program based on practice makes purpose instead of perfect. perfect. Um, so I love the plan words, obviously. So do you, but yeah, it's really all around just aligning with your true purpose. And I'm a firm believer in just not going with the status quo, breaking, breaking up with those, those cultural norms that make you feel so trapped. And when you just want to kind of break free, like right now in my book club, we're reading untamed and it is literally just like, oh my gosh, I want to break out of this cage. I'm a cheetah. Like, let me go and be all of these amazing things that I feel like I can do. But then, you know, society tells us no. And, you know, being a woman, there's a lot of obstacles there. And, 
there's just so many things. And I feel so called to help others get to where they want to go. And that all looks different for everyone. There's no one size fits all. There's no one structured plan, but I do have the tools to help you that have helped me get to where I'm at. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Like to me, because I say the same thing, like when somebody comes to me, you know, mine is a little bit more leadership focused, obviously. And then I have nonprofit and corporate clients. And, you know, when they first start talking to me, I always, I'm sure you do the same thing. I have a a specific call with them and tailor it exactly to their needs because everybody's different. Whether I'm working with a corporate or nonprofit client or an individual, I know exactly what they need after I get done with their kind of discovery call or analysis, so to speak, whatever you want to call it. But um, it breaking that down for them individually is really important. And because you know, some of these programs are kind of like one size fits all. And I don't really believe in that. In my opinion, that doesn't really yeah. work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love that you do that yeah. too. So that's, that's really awesome. I'm so excited for you. I'm watching you like build your brand. And like, we just, we just met a couple yeah. months ago and you're like growing so much. It's so exciting. And I saw you post about untamed and I read that. Um, oh my gosh, I don't even know when now. Yeah. And I loved it. So what is, I mean, you were talking about being a cheetah. What are some things that you're going to bring into kind of your brand from this book? Because I, I felt like that book was life-changing for me. Oh my gosh. Well, already, I mean, we just started it for the month of April, which hasn't even started yet, actually. So we're just getting into it now. And it's, I'm already like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like writing all these quotes down, underlining everything. And really what I do is I I read personal growth books. That's literally what I do. If you see behind me, like up there, there's like a ton of books, color coordinated, um, obviously type A all the way, but it really comes down to growth. Like I'm so growth oriented and growth mindset. And so the women I help are also growth mindset and ambitious women looking for more, looking to build. And so there's really no better way to learn and grow other than from other people. And what better way to read their books? So it's super, super fun for me. And I actually created a book club around just personal growth books. So really taking those books, meeting with women, chatting with them, having the best conversations. We have wine, we just kind of chill out, we do dance parties, and then we just chill and we share our thoughts around the book and share quotes. And it's so fun because there's women from all walks of life, all different cultures, all different ethnicities. And whether you believe in the book and the author's views or not, that's what makes it so great is that we get to actually learn from each other. And that to me is the most successful way to learn where there's no judgments, where there's cool. You believe that I believe this, but we both agree that we want to grow and learn from other people who may have a completely different background. So it just helps. It helps so much with my growth, their growth, coaching, everything all encompassing. Yeah, I agree completely. I love what you're doing with your, with your book club. Like, how do you guys pick your book each week, like month, it's each month. How do you, do you pick it or does everybody kind of vote? Like, tell us a little bit more about the club and how it works. It sounds fun. But like, how do you, how do you pick? Like there's well, so many books out there. Oh my gosh. So I have like a whole running list and every time someone joins, they fill out a form with like their recommendations. And I always, so we have a Facebook group. I'm always in there like weekly, daily, just like chatting with them, seeing where they're at with the book and then we vote. And so I put their recommendations into a, into a poll on the Facebook group. So it's a membership. You pay the membership, you get access to the Facebook group, you get access to vote each month. So we just voted untamed one for April. We're reading that for April. 
we meet twice a month on Zoom all together, usually Wednesday nights at like 8 p.m. Eastern. And then when we we'll, we'll meet, like we'll kind of break it into into two sections of the book, like, you know, this chapter, this chapter, and then the second meeting we will finish the book. Um, and then I make worksheets around them. We kind of actually implement what the authors are talking about rather than just reading it one in in one ear and out the other. It's more of like, let's actually learn from them, shall we? Um, and so, yeah, we we do that on Facebook and we vote. It's all from them. I, I mean, I'm not I'm biased sometimes because I'm like, cool, that book's great or that author. I love them but it's really their, their opinions completely and who, whichever one wins and they can vote for multiple. If they're cool with all of them, they vote for all of them. And then whichever one has the majority vote, we win. And then if they didn't, if that book didn't win, it goes into the next month. And then just kind of like that, it's super fun and easy and just the best time for all of us, honestly. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, thank you for giving us like that insight and like how it works, because I don't think I've ever seen that. I'm sure there's other clubs out there like that, but like I haven't seen that. So if they want to join, they just need to like find you on Facebook, right? And well, it's super you. easy on my Instagram. You can go to the link in my bio, which is just at T-A-L-S period T-I-P-S Tals Tips um, or on my website, it's talstips.com. And there's a it's called Unfolding Connections is what the book club is called. Um, and then that just pretty much opens it up to you. You can just join right then and there. You'll get a welcome email. You'll get the in, you'll get all the info, dates, times, um, the book we're reading, the Facebook group access, and then you'll get all the recordings and the worksheets. So it's, it's seriously like a really, really good opportunity to one, just meet people, connect with other women who are like-minded, growth-minded, you know, we got to find that tribe. And so I, I didn't have that tribe. I was I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. I was like, I don't have any friends. Let me start this with some of my girlfriends from afar, but also so many have added. It's it's amazing. And you can come and go. It's like month to month, or you could do three month or six month. And then you can really, if you don't want to do the next book, cool. You come back next month or whatever. Yeah. You stay a part of the group. You add your opinions in there. And then we all just kind of connect on a deeper level, not just a surface level watching the news all day. It's really a little bit more than that, where we're learning about ourselves instead. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. so fun. I love that you came up with that. That's so exciting. So yeah, you've got so many things going on. You've got the podcast, you've got the book club, you've got your coaching, but you are still, you're still working in like corporate America still too, right? Tell I know. Us, it so does tell me, like, tell me a little bit, what do you do full-time still? Yeah. So I'm a college advisor full-time. I have a master's in educational leadership with a concentration in higher education. So what that looks like is about four years ago, um, graduating with my master's, I started working in higher education, just helping with events and then working, you know, some financial aid and some, some different departments, getting my feet wet. And then I realized, wow, I really love working with students. I really love adult students, you know, college level. Um, and so, yeah, it's really molded since then. I'm do, I, I love it, but it's also to the point where I'm like, my business is way more important and where my passion lies. And I want to give 100% to it. So with that being said, it does seem to be transitioning out of this role pretty soon. I would say before the end of the year, if not within the next three to four months. So we will see um, just because of my clients, I really want to give my all to them. My book club, just my podcast, everything is kind of coming to that point. And I feel like most entrepreneurs do come to that point where they're like, 
okay, um, something's got to fall off the plate and I really don't want it to be everything I've created. <laughs> yeah, I, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So the reason I wanted to talk about like what you do, quote unquote, full-time, because you're really doing a lot of things. All of it. All <laughs> but of it. the of reason it. I want to bring that up is because I know there's a lot of women that are listening to this podcast, um, or sometimes there's guys that listen to, which is great. Um, but that are, are either thinking about doing what you've done or I've done, or some of the other women that are on this podcast, what they've done. And they kind of feel like, well, let me just wait. Let me wait until, mm. let me wait until I save this money up. Let me wait. Oh, let me wait until I have summer break and I'll do this. The, I call it the until syndrome, mm. right? I mean, we see that out there a lot. And, you know, I personally realized and in my opinion, there is never going to be the perfect time. And if you always say until you're never going to really do it. Right. So in your advice, in your Tal's tip, how do they get started? So how do they start while they have a job? Because I mean, like you got your master's congratulations. That's amazing by the way. And you're still working, but you're doing, I mean, you have a book club, you have a podcast and you coach. So how are you able to manage that? And how are you able to chase your passion while you're still juggling a job? Yeah, great question. And I think it's really twofold. First thing I would say is, you know, we're always asking people, when are you going to leave your job? Like if you have a side hustle or something, like when is it going to happen? And to be honest, it doesn't have to happen if you don't want it to. Like if you want your side gig to say, stay your side gig, cool. Like more power to you. Like it's okay. You're allowed to do both. You're allowed to like strive and be motivated if you want to. It's okay. And, but I really think on the flip side of that, if you are ready, quote unquote ready, that's not real. Like we just said that you're never, ever going to be ready to have a child. Like your, your body's never going to be like, I think I'm ready now. And your mind's never going to be like, I'm ready to sign my life away in a marriage or, or buy a house and like settle forever. Like, or you retire, like you're never going to be fully 100% super, super confident in anything you do. So my tip for that would just be what feels best for you in that moment of that day of that time period, because seasons change. And I do, I strongly believe that if you feel, you know, something once made you that happy, don't ever regret it. And if you decide to leave your job, don't regret it. Work your ass off, like push, 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 push really hard because you're working for yourself at the end of the day, regardless, regardless, like there might be some woman or man that you work for above it all. But at the end of the day, you're showing up for you to bring those bills home, to pay for your food on the table, to, you know, sleep in that bed every night. So what would you rather be doing? Who would you rather be working for? And that answer for me is myself, 1000%. As much as I love the students I work with and the family I built through college and working through college and all of that, it comes down to the skill set and working in a, in a degree, you know, with my degree, it's great and all, but I can also utilize it and the skills that have come from it towards my business. So there's really, there's really no option, you know, that's wrong. There's no right decision. It's just what feels good to you in that moment. I think that's wonderful advice because I think we, and I'm guilty. I'm over here raising my hand as you can see, because I am a chronic overthinker. I don't know if you're like this towel, but you are too. 100%. So I'm a recovering overthinker slash perfectionist. I had one uh, 
lady on the show months ago and she had this this thing that she would do with people this coaching technique for perfectionists and she would have them write down being a perfectionist or perfectionism and put an x in front of it so that's really stuck with me so I do that sometimes when I'm overthinking and I want everything to be perfect so you know I think we tend to overthink things right we're like okay but like go within yourself that's kind of what you're saying you know what's right for you and if within that season, it was right for you to take that job and you were happy, like, that's great. Like, accept that. But if it's not feeling right for you anymore, it's probably not right for you anymore. And you need to go find out what is right for you. And if something else is bringing you joy, that's probably what's right for you. And I think something, something people real really miss the mark on is if you love doing something, there's a way to make money doing it. 1000%. Yes, there will be if you, if you pursue it 100%. People yeah. sense that when you, when you jump into your joy or when you jump into your dream or your passion or your purpose or whatever you want to call it, whatever it looks like for you. And you actually put effort into it. People start noticing, people start questioning, people want to be a part of what you have to offer because it comes from a place of passion, not because you have to, which is usually the job that we're doing. We feel like we have to, and something that I do want to bring up is, you know, when, when talking to people like, oh yeah, I'm going to go full-time in my business, just prepping people for that. It's like, what are you going to do about insurance? What are you going to do about like your bills? And like, what if something happens to the internet or like, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, and it's like, please don't just, first of all, I refuse to stay in a position just because of the benefits, honestly. That, that cannot be, that's a reason you take a job for sure. But it's also a reason, I mean, that's not a reason to leave a job because you're afraid to not have insurance. Like there's other ways around it. So I think really just coming back to like, what would you, what do you, do you go to the doctor that often? If you do cool, pay a copay, you'll be fine. Or like go to an urgent care. Like there's other ways around it and you can buy your own insurance. There's always a way where there's a will, there's a way. And speaking of one of the books we just read, Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Forleo is super, super good because it's all figureoutable. You can literally figure it out. Love that one. Yep, I love <laughs> that one. That is a motto I live by too, Tal. Oh my God, Tal, you're like my mini me. So <laughs> I just love you so much. Yes, you're like my mini me. So yes, everything is figureoutable. And you will learn that as whether you are obviously this is a leadership podcast. So whether you're a leader and you're working in a company or you are out on your own as an entrepreneur, you're a leader in your own right. You know, I preach this. I talk about it on your podcast, but you're going to have to figure out things either way. So go for your passion. If you want to go be a VP or CEO at a company, you know what? It's lonely at the top. You're going to have to figure out some things all on your own. But if your dream is to go start your own company, it's lonely by yourself too. So you're going to have to figure out some of those things too, but yep. it's all figure outable. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And I love what you said about, you know, don't just stay because, well, I need insurance. Well, I need this. Look, I get it too. And I get what you're saying, like 100%, but I also get guys like that, you know, if you've got a, like an extreme circumstance, you're going through a health scare or your child or, you know, your husband, something like that, you, maybe you can't make that leap right today. You can't end this episode and go, okay, that's it. I'm putting in my resignation, but it doesn't mean you stay forever. You start yeah. to make a plan. You responsibly take a risk. Yeah. 
exactly exactly and it kind of just goes back to choosing your heart right like everything in life is going to be challenging I'm sure we've all heard that before like choose the heart that you would rather have Mm -hmm. right like choose your lonely choose your situation that you'd rather be stuck in like working for yourself or working for someone else and if it's working for someone else awesome but are you doing what you love are you excited to wake up in the morning like I am every single morning like what matters what are your priorities and which hard would you rather do to get to that priority and get that priority done and checked off and felt good and you know happy inside because that's really what matters we only get one life unless you believe in reincarnation which that's a whole nother podcast episode a whole other podcast episode (laughs) But you know what I say, even about reincarnation, Tal, is you only get this life once. So you still only get this life. So who cares either way? Who cares what you believe in? You got to own this life. I'm only going to be my opinion one time. You're only going to be Tal's tip one time, right? So take advantage of it and do what you do what you want with it. But I love what you say, too, about pick your heart, because, you know, I know a lot of people that are like oh that sounds really hard I'm like well yeah it's really hard to be you going into a job every day that you hate oh yeah it's brutal it's brutal and you know at the end of the day it's not always going to be hard you know like that's something I talk about with my clients and in book club all the time like your growth your you know your comfort zone of growth like that's going to grow and grow and grow to where it's not going to feel uncomfortable anymore it's going to be something where you you're learning so much about yourself you're getting uncomfortable so often that at this point you're comfortable with being uncomfortable and it's just the growth is endless and there's no journey like it's a journey there's no end and that's what's super exciting because you don't have to do it alone yes And you know what I love to watch as a leader is I love to watch people get comfortable with getting uncomfortable. It's hard to watch your team or, you know, someone you're leading or coaching or mentoring get uncomfortable at first because it's hard for them and they don't like it. But I love, I call it like the light bulb when the light bulb is going off, you know, when they get comfortable with getting uncomfortable because then they want to keep getting uncomfortable. They're like, okay, well, what can I do next? What can I grow? How can I... And then, you know, they've got it and you're like, it's exciting, right? That moment's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, it's like a baby being born, like a new idea being born or something happening where you're like a butterfly or caterpillar turning into a butterfly or a pony turning into a unicorn, whatever that looks like for you. It's, it's so beautiful to see that transformation. And that's really all mindset. So if you need some help with that, like I've got you, I've got so many other people that are, have been on my podcast, just like Maya, who are sharing these things of experiences that they've gone through. And that's just, that's also what book club does too. And my group coaching programs, it's all just sharing, connecting. And that's honestly my love language, even though it's not a part of the book, it's totally a love language. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I mean, words of, I mean, I feel like that could kind of fall under words of affirmation. Probably this could be a whole other episode. Oh yeah. (laughs) What is your, I call it actually a word. I did an, I did a podcast episode a little bit about this, your work love language. And my husband was telling me, you should do a bigger episode about this. So I think I'm going to do it. You just inspired me Tal. So, but I think it's kind of words of affirmation a little bit, you know what I mean? And expanding that into more professional. And quality time at the same time, because it's really like when you have quality time, you're really connecting further. Very true. And, I mean, physical touch, but it's not physical. It couldn't be, but it's also mental. Like you're mentally touching in a deeper way. And that's exactly what we're doing here. So it totally. can meet, meet them all. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So I definitely know that one of your, one of your tips is mindset. And it's so fascinating because it does not matter 
who I have on this podcast, every single woman that comes on this podcast tells me two of the same things. One, some kind of something about mindset, something about mindset and how important it is. And the second thing is that their passion and their purpose came from something very early in their life. So I always say, and you know, this is my opinion, but if you're feeling lost and you don't know where your purpose is, go, go back to when you were young and get in touch with that. Right. Cause I mean, then you'll, you'll kind of rediscover yourself. 1000% true. And that's something I touch on in my program specifically, not that it's one size fits all because it's not, they're doing the work. I can't make that roadmap for you, but they lay out and we're about to do this this week, actually with my group coaching program, they lay out like the different age groups that they went through, like five through 10, 11 through 16. Like what happened in your life along those time, along those periods of time, like who were your influences? Who, what TV shows were you watching when you were raised? Every little thing, and it's a lot to go into. It's basically a therapy session, but it's it's really pulling out those key points of like, what did you do for fun? Who were you looking up to? Who? What were your hobbies? And then you dive a little bit deeper. Like, were you forced to do those hobbies? Were you leaning towards those hobbies? And I'm sure if anyone has children, which I do not, so I can't speak for that. But when I was younger, my parents didn't force me to do anything. It was like, if I wanted to go on a bike and play bikes with my brother, great. If I wanted to go play Barbies or shoot Nerf guns with my brother, like it was, it was whatever I wanted. It was whatever I felt. If I wanted to go climb a tree, I would climb a tree, catch lizards. Cool. Like outside and then be a girly girl. It didn't matter. And I think that's so important because sometimes it does. Sometimes our parents push us into those things and that's totally okay. But bringing it back is like, you have to think about it now, now that you're older, now that you're in your twenties, thirties, forties, even fifties. Wow. That actually doesn't sit well with me. Why did why do I do that still? Why do I think that way? And then you can actually like dismantle it and un, uncage yourself from that belief and then just go from there. So that's kind of what I help with in a nutshell. <laughs> I love that. And you can get untamed. Yes. In the book club, right? Rare. Who can be cheetahs? Oh my gosh. So leave us with one mega Tal's tip to close it out today. Oh my gosh. So I don't even know. I mean, there's so many that I can think of off the top of my head, but give us one about finding your passion, because I feel like a lot of people struggle with that or finding purpose. Give us one about that. Well, I feel like a lot of people put so much pressure on it and that's why my program and my husband and I actually came up with the name. He says he came up with it, but it was both of us together. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Practice makes purpose, right? So not thinking too hard about it, making sure that you're playing with it, you're practicing it over time. It's something that's developed over time. It's not just like this light bulb moment that everyone says it is like, oh, I know exactly what my passion is. Let me go do that for the rest of my life. No, it's not that black and white. It's that whole gray area that you've been kind of avoiding or that something, you know, has been whispering in your ear and you haven't been listening to it for years. And now it doesn't even talk to you anymore. That's what it is. And we dig into that and you pull it out by working on yourself, doing the real inner work is what I like to call it. So it's there. It's in you, no matter what, there could be multiple there, you know, multi-passionate is a real thing. Hi, I'm Tao. That's what I love. And so I think really just remembering that you're allowed to play and practice with it. And then your passions and your purpose will 
just come out of that and build a beautiful tree of, you know, wealth and knowledge because you're enjoying it and you're playing with it and it'll just grow from there. I love that advice. That's awesome. Awesome. Perfect way to close that out. And you know, I love the name because you know, I love alliteration. Oh my God. (laughs) It's perfect. Okay. Well tell us again where we can find you. Of course, I'll put it in all the show notes and blast it everywhere, but where can they find you? Instagram website, all of that. Yeah. So the best place and the most, you know, the place where I am mostly showing my face and talking every day, and I'm always in the DMS, always just chatting away, voice memoing is on Instagram. Um, So that's just at towels period tips and then on my website as well that has all my info all my worksheets all my programs and more um, that's just www.towelstips.com and then on facebook that's just towels tips as well so yeah i would love to connect with anyone and everyone it's really just my, just a whole community of women just like you and every one of your listeners so i'd love to have you awesome thank you and of course listen to towels tips out every single monday Right. Yes. Yeah. So Tal's Tips Empowerment Podcast on all podcast platforms. There's a new episode every single Monday with awesome guests just like Maya. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tal, for being on the podcast. Yes. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And thank you guys so much for listening to Women for Women Wednesday on My Opinion. We'll see you back here next week. Bye.